obviously it can be it's it's a it's a good thing because it helps you out in life to be smart like if you think about it most people that go to university are smart and i don't mean very smart i just mean if you look at them on the standard deviation of iq yeah. they will be above 100 definitely almost definitely that also depends what you're studying to be honest yeah if you say if you take a mean average like an average then if yes. you take average for university students the average iq for a university students probably around 110 to 115 the average iq of a master's goes up by maybe 10 points because people that are going to do masters generally want are more intellectual so they want to get into the more intellectual side of uh, whatever subject they're doing then phds you shift to another 10 points to the, towards the positive extreme yes. so so for example the average PhD in in so the average engineer for example has an IQ of 135 which is ridiculously high only maybe 15% of the population have that if you look at the positive side of the standard deviation curve yes and that means they process stuff fast and they can it allows them to think on their feet. It gives you a, a, a on-field advantage to have an IQ that's that's around that. So the chart, um, I think, so this was conducted by, I think the experiment was, not the experiment, the data was collected in Canada and they found out average IQs of people in general find out what what that does to people like no not what that does so if it would correlate to the type of work they're doing so what was it there was a bracket of 125 no 130 135 or above or 135 and the people that were in that category were like engineers chemists um high class lawyers that sort of uh people so people that are, are paid to sometimes think on their feet people because, who have to process fast and they have to problem solve and they can have different questions to solve basically every day and then as it goes lower then there are some jobs that become more and more repetitive yeah to not cause that much strain on your brain because for example and if you go higher the highest in university the people with the highest IQs would be the math professors and the physics professors. Yeah, that's understandable. That's understandable. It's reasonable because yes. it, yeah. it it's so so math and physics are so similar to the patterns you find in logical thought that they almost overlap. So even if they overlap ninety percent, you find out that most of what's happening is common ground, and that's why their IQs tend to be quite high. Yeah, and um, so. Well, I, obviously, I, I I find IQ interesting in the first place because it's a functional method. It's a functional method of me measuring cognitive ability. Some people say it isn't, but it actually. So what they do, I think, is they take multiple. You can can you can do an IQ test completely different to another IQ test, and it'll be still be a valid IQ test if it's conducted properly. Because all you have to do is get some questions that require analytical thought. So they require. A bit of problem solving and not necessarily in the mathematical way of problem solving so like you've seen the ones where they have multiple words and they tell you oh what's the 
odd one out, for example. Yeah, or the one where they make holes on a piece of paper. Yeah, and they tell you and to... They f- and they fold it, and you're supposed to see how it would look when it's unfolded. Yeah, and you're supposed to visualize that. Yeah. It's because they want to see as much as you have. They want to collect as much information from your cognitive processing as they have, as you as they can possibly get. And then from that, they um, extract the common... They call it the G-factor. Using that, they would then rank order you on a list of people. So the bigger the sample size, the more accurate the score will be. And then they rank order you. And then the higher you are, obviously, the higher your IQ will be when it comes out. And the lower you are, the lower your IQ is going to be. See, many people say that the university system is unfair. Because where you go to university is based on what you write on one piece of paper at the end of a year. So would you say that they should factor in where your IQ is when Uh, giving an admission to university? I don't know if they should factor in what your IQ is because... For example, if someone works hard, if someone's a hard worker, yeah. you can you can basically work hard enough to push something that you'd call sort of an inverted bracket because it is not entirely accurate, your functional IQ by 15 IQ points. So if you work harder than someone else, you can work the equivalent of 50, 15 extra IQ points. Yeah. You understand? So if I have, if someone has an IQ of... 150 someone has an IQ of 135 but the person with an IQ of 135 works much much harder than the guy with 150 yeah they can have the functional equivalent of 15 IQ points which just brings them back to basically 150 you know so I don't know if they should do IQ tests I think they should so admissions tests is a good way of doing it the way like you know Oxford Cambridge and I don't know about American unis if they do um um if they do entrance tests, they kind of do SATs, right? Yeah, they do SATs, also the ACTs. Yeah, so they and have, those are sort of IQ tests because you can extract. And then the, also when you, most universities you apply through Common App. Yeah. And uh, through the Common App you have to write your own like personal essay which puts like a it's a personal, personal state- touch. Yeah, personal okay. statement. You but know, for you every have, uni. Yeah. Different. It's different. And it's different questions as well. Okay. So, so if you apply to the UC, so University of California's, they have a set of different questions that you have to do. Okay. You have to write like a eight hundred words each or five hundred words each. Yeah. Something like that. I think, what's it called? Imperial has, the I think the closest thing to an IQ test, once you apply and yeah. if you get into the interview stage, because they really have something similar to an IQ test. I mean, I haven't done it, but I, uh, I've heard people talk about it, and it's quite similar to what you'd see in IQ tests. Like they ask you analytical questions and you're meant to answer them. That's the same yeah. for um, London Business School. So really? LBS is um, it's top three in the world for business, uh, business and economics. Yeah. So both of them. And um, they only do masters and majors. Okay. So when you apply for a master or major, you have to do their own entrance exam. Yeah. Which has different stages. So there's a essay writing stage. It depends on the course, obviously, but... There's an essay writing stage. There's like um, analytical, analytical and cognitive stage. Okay. So, which is, I I think would be probably similar to an IQ test. Yeah, all of those together become similar to an IQ test yeah. because and, uh, they also have to see. It's also like a mathematics. Oh, okay. Portion. Okay. So you have to revise for all of these and like study all of these and yeah. do the exam. But see for the cognitive and analytical side, you can't really revise it. 
you can it's more like common sense yeah but you can also familiarize yourself with it to a point true even true. if like because if you've never seen it before you don't even know where to start thinking in a sense so just to familiarize yourself with it you just go on just any non-verbal reasoning test look at it a bit and find out whether just what's going on you know and uh, it just helps you to it helps you in anything to familiarize yourself with it you know even if practice isn't going to help too much are you going to find this interesting in um, the 1990s Goldman Sachs which is um, an investment banking firm used to give out IQ tests to your junior incoming analysts okay. so the analysts who would start like junior analysts who would start in summer would have to do an IQ test before they entered okay so they could like you know look at your cognitive yeah. ability you know they, they banned IQ testing in they banned IQ testing from firms in I think in America or Canada so what they do is now they well they just found a way around it and just they just call them general cognitive ability tests yeah. now basically IQ tests but just legal <laughs> but they need to do them just so that they find out because you need to you need to find out if someone's going to be either a liability to your firm or they're going to bring in like um, money if they're going to be an asset or a liability yeah if they're going to be an asset or a liability exactly it's important it's that's how firms operate if you want a firm to be successful you need you to, need find to the make people. profit you need to make money yeah you can't just it's not a charity is it yeah exactly and um, another thing I found interesting when I when I was like doing my internship at JP Morgan Mm-hmm. They did like, because I didn't go through an interview stage, okay. so they gave me like a mock interview, so how it would be for a real candidate. Okay. Because I was summer summer intern, so one of the questions, the my interviewer, this woman named uh, Mrs. Tumor, okay, liked to ask at the end of the interview was tell me a joke. Okay. And eighty percent of the time, the person would not be able to tell a joke, because they would be so like bewildered. Yeah. That she's asking me to tell me a joke. Because that would show that you can think on your feet. Yeah. And that you're more relaxed and not too uptight. Yeah. I mean, it'd be weird to put someone on the spot and tell exactly. them to tell you a joke, right? Because yeah. sense of humor is also not a thing that everyone has. Exactly. Like, but it could be a generic a, joke, yeah. though. It doesn't have to be funny. Oh, okay. Just any joke. Yeah, yeah. Okay, just like, yeah. just tell me a joke. So it could be a knock-knock joke. Okay, okay. Whatever. Mm, that's yeah. like an icebreaker at the end of the conversation just to find out whether you're still, whether your brain has fried or whether it's still functioning. All right. That's, that's interesting. That's an interesting way of, of interviewing people. It also must help sort them out for exactly, her. Exactly, because there's thousands of candidates, isn't there? Yeah. I mean, I find... I find IQ very interesting because like in America you know you can't be inducted into the American army with a with an IQ of less than 83 and that's in America that's around 15% of the population that's a lot of people and so what do they do because you can't get inducted into the American army to do the most basic job that they can find for you because they think you're more a liability than an asset so what can you do it becomes hard I think it's... You could work extremely menial tasks. The thing is, like you have to do... cleaner. You have to do something repetitive. And... Ice cream scooper. Something yeah. like that. I mean... It's menial tasks, basically. Yeah, it's unfortunate. 
that we have such variance in humanity. Like, it's not unfortunate, but it's... It's not a very great problem to have, you know? Yeah, you know, but, you know, luckily we both don't suffer with that problem, so it's not an issue. Yeah, like... The thing is, because of circumstance, you probably won't meet many people that are on the low end of the IQ curve just because of who you are, because you go to university. So most of the people you meet will either have IQs hovering around yours or can be higher or slightly lower. You'll be able to hold conversations. But holding a conversation with, with someone that doesn't... Like, in the first place, not many people like to talk about conceptual ideas, right? Yes. And the the more practical and pragmatic your life is, the less likely you are to even talk about or think about those ideas in the first place. You know? So some people just don't want to think about them at all. And it would be hard to hold a conversation if you wanted to. Or it'd have to be a practical conversation. Yeah. A conversation about maybe how to fix a car. Now you know how to fix a car. Maybe how to sweep a floor properly. Or maybe how to fix a car. That's possible. Just no, fixing that, a car would be... It's complex. It, yeah. But... Maybe it would... Maybe changing a tire. Maybe changing a tire or something basic. Yeah, possibly. You know? Um, I mean, I, I really do find... I do find cognitive testing interesting. Psychometrics. I wouldn't pursue it as per... Like, I wouldn't go into psychology to do psychometrics as a master's and then be a psychometrician. But I still find it interesting. 